Hey everybody, it's Dana here, author of Release Your Inner Wild, the modern day women's guide to reconnecting with your true self, honoring your health, passion, and power. You know, I'd always wanted to be a guest on a podcast and then thought, well, what am I waiting for? Why don't I just create my own? So I'm going to be sharing some life stories and experiences as well as speaking to some other women about theirs and about what makes us healthy, strong, grounded, wild women. So if you're on that path of self-discovery, or even if you're not quite sure if you're on that path yet, I invite you to listen in because I can promise there will be something beautiful and valuable for you to take away. At least that is my most heartfelt and deepest desire for you. So thank you in advance for listening, and I look forward to sharing many beautiful stories. Chancy, hi. I'm here, right now. Yay, worked. Nice. <laughs> I said in my last podcast, I'm always so amazed when technology works and it's like, okay, we're both I here. I know. It didn't at first and then it did the second time when okay. I, I re and I'm like, woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, welcome. Um, Thank for you. For people who are listening, our topic today is how to love yourself fully and completely. And I'm so excited that you agreed to be a guest to talk about this. Well, thank um, you for asking me. This is awesome. Yeah. And I want to share, so I'm going to introduce you for people who don't know you and then um, explain sort of how this conversation came to be and why we decided on this topic. Um, so for people listening, Chancy, Chancy Dawn is our, my guest and she's a life coach with, um, uh, you know, your tar- I'll say your target, your, your, the women whom you serve ages, are ages 35 to 50. Um, and basically, you help women get unstuck, right? So you help mm-hmm. them to intentionally create the life that they want, um, to live with intention and purpose, and to really help them feel the way they want to feel and to get the results that they want in mm-hmm. life, right? Yeah, it's like the women who wake up one day and they look in the mirror and they're like, who in the hell am I? <laughs> Right. And then Mm -hmm. it's like they feel like they've lost themselves. And it's really about helping them come home to who they are and then creating their life with that intention instead of it just happening by default. Mm -hmm. And I love the coming home part because I say that actually on my website around that. Um, And in part of my book, it's like how to come home to yourself, you know? Yes. Um, So, so one thing um, I want to share with people around how we came up with this with this topic i hear a tiny bit of background noise um chance just to let you oh, know i'm not sure there? if this like something's these, these are the beauties of uh of like podcasting this way is i you know we, i can just mention that okay that's that's yeah is that better good. yeah thank okay you. okay <laughs> um <laughs> so the reason this came up is we were having our own conversation last week just as friends um and we started talking about this, about this in terms of your business and my business and the women that we both serve. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and so while the way we described it, it was in in terms of work complements each other too, is that you work on this big picture life trajectory piece. And then the work that I do serves the same age demographic. I'd say 30, maybe mine's more like 40 to 55, but close um, Mm -hmm. in the hands-on application and practical health and wellness um, practices that people can start applying like right away. Right. And, and all of it combines to make this like healthy whole person. Yes. And um, so, and the other day I shared um, on social media, this quote that said, I, I forgive myself and I set myself free. And 
I wasn't surprised to see how many women really resonated with that. And so I thought that was actually a really nice segue into our conversation right now around how to love yourself fully and completely because personally, I believe that the forgiveness piece is, is the first step to loving ourselves. And so that's actually going to, was going to be my first question for you. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you think in the work that you do, um, in your experience, in your learning, in your studies, in your practical life coaching women, why do you think women have such a hard time loving themselves fully and completely? Mm -hmm. You know, I think it really goes back to how our brains are created, right? And when we don't understand that what's going on in your brain is actually very normal, we can have so many extra layers of judgment and shame and guilt and confusion and overwhelm and, you know, all of those emotions that mm-hmm. women struggle with. And with, with those, it creates more stress in this brain. And we can talk about, you know, how the brain works more in this if you want to, but it creates more stress and it creates more of a divide with that core essence of who you are. Right. So it's really understanding that you're normal. That's the first step. And that is what we aren't taught as little girls. Right. We're not taught this as we're growing up. And so it's really something that so many women struggle with and but they can learn it. And that's Mm -hmm. the that's the good news. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So then two things. I love how you said first step, because that was actually going to be one of my end questions for you. Like for women who are having struggles with it, what's the first step that they can take? Mm. So can you, yeah, can you backtrack and then just share briefly around how the brain works and why, why it's relevant to this piece? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So in my, in my coaching practice, I love to call like the part of our brain that is that negative self chatter. I like to call her the bitch brain. Not because Mm -hmm. she's terrible, not because she's a bitch, but because it's fun, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like a fun little thing to call and to kind of relate. And essentially, we have two parts to our brain. We have our upper brain, which I like to call like our CEO brain. Some women like to think of her as as her mama brain, right? A very nurturing part, like I've got your back part. And this part is more highly evolved, um, than our other part. But our other part, our lower brain, which I refer again to the bit as the bitch brain, some people call her the lizard brain, the critter brain, you know, it's our most primitive part of us, actually. And this part of our brain is only consumed, fully consumed with keeping us safe, right? Keeping us like, out of the thrones of danger in our cave, and alive, reproducing alive, warm, and taking it easy, right? She wants to reserve our energy so that we can run away from the saber-toothed tiger if we need to. So (laughs) this part of our brain is like extremely powerful. She's extremely active and she doesn't understand that we don't have that imminent danger happening at all times. So any kind of stress Any stress you experience, whether it's environmental, physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is, she sees it as a threat, okay? So she feels like a bitch in her brain telling us all of these negative things, like 
you know, that's not going to work. Who do you think you are? I can't believe you said that. You look, you look horrible in this bathing suit. Whatever it is to try to pull us back into that cave to keep us safe. So she's truly trying to serve us. Really, she loves us. Her job is to keep us safe, but it doesn't serve us ultimately in this day and age. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, that is our bitch brain. So the goal here, number one, what I was saying is step one is to understand that she's just doing her job. Okay. It's like we have a silver platter of emotions and thoughts available to us at all times. And they are neutral. It's what we make them mean that makes us feel bad about them. Mm -hmm. So if we have a negative thought from that part of our brain trying to keep us safe, we often will create a story around it that pulls us back into our cave and keeps us stuck and keeps us in that like self-loathing what is wrong with me mentality right so I like to think of her like that girl in high school I think you and I talked about it before but she's like standing on the sidelines not being very nice (laughs) but she actually has wounds it's her boo-boos it's her own fears that are causing any of her actions Right. So that's that part of our brain. And instead of like pushing her way, thinking something's wrong, it's like, come here, come with me, sit on this buddy bench, right? At school, we put our arm around her and we're like, hey, with that upper brain, that mama brain, you're good. You are safe. I've got you. This helps to calm her down. So then we can actually access that true nature and Mm -hmm. not be ruled by these negative thoughts, thinking anything's gone wrong. So I hope that makes sense. That's like the cold yeah. note version. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, great. And I also love how when you're talking about the, the nature of the brain, I, I, I share this in, in when I'm teaching yoga or meditation too. It's because um, it, the, the brain is actually, the mind is doing what it's designed to do, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like wander off and think about things and, and it gets distracted and, and, um, and we judge ourselves like, oh, how come I can't just practice this meditation without quieting my mind? And we get all like in our head about that. But really, like the mind is doing exactly what it does. It mm-hmm. wanders, it drifts, it thinks. And so, you know, we could look at that two ways like, oh, I'm such a failure at this. I'm not good at this. My mind is so busy. Or my mind is actually doing what, it's, what it does. Um, I could thank it for just doing what it does and then choose how to, and then redirect it. Right. And choose mm-hmm. to redirect it with like kindness, like, Oh, come back here. Mm-hmm, I, exactly. I know that you're wandering and doing your thing that you're actually designed to do. Um, but I'm going to actually invite you to go this way with me right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, so then, and, and here, here's a question that I, that I think about. Um, there's a lot of women out there who, love their they have a child they have a pet they have a partner I didn't put those in those in that order for any reason they have like they have they have people you know me no just joking (laughs) yeah barks is the name of chancey's amazing dog for people who don't know um so they women have other people or things whom they love and who who they dedicate their love and attention and affection to and I think about this like if we can't, because if we look at the, a mirror analogy, a mirror analogy, we, we can't possibly love other things or people fully and completely if we're not loving ourselves fully and completely first. This is just my, mm-hmm. this is just how I think of that, right? So when I look at women who are always of service to other people, 
or, or even like in their work, maybe it's their patients or their clients. Yeah. Or their dog or their child or their husband or, or, um, partner. It's like, are those, is that actually ultimately the pure essence of true love? Are they loving all of those people and things as fully as they can, if they're not loving themselves or are those also, could those be distractions because they, that allows them to actually not have to look at themselves and how much they may not actually fully love themselves. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. So I have so many thoughts on that. That could be mm-hmm. like a series of podcasts that we could do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the way I, I look at it and the way I look at it, unconditional self-love is this. I see it as the ability to, and the openness and the decision to welcome all of our emotions without judgment, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like ultimate compassion first and curiosity and then going, oh, okay, again, nothing's gone wrong. Why am I feeling this? Feeling into it without that judgment. It's like feeling crappy about feeling crappy, right? We want Mm -hmm. to take Mm -hmm. that level of crappiness feeling off. And then being able to not, um, how can I put it again, get stuck because you think something's wrong with, because you're not feeling amazing. So I see life as like a 50, 50 platter. Like you're going to feel awesome 50% of the time and you're going to struggle 50% of the time. And because you're human, that's okay. Right. So I think actually, and it's interesting you said that, but I kind of think it's easier to love other people than it is to love yourself because you don't see their brain right? It's like, I can have compassion for my daughter because I just see this lovely human who I'm so in love with, total unconditional. And, but then myself, I'm like, oh, but you're thinking this and you're thinking that. And I have this judgment and I have that judgment about it. So I think we can love someone, but the unconditional love comes when we can not judge our own thoughts, just love ourselves through them all, all of our emotions. And allow people to show up as they are just as they are without our own agenda and unconditionally love them regardless. Right. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think a hundred percent, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like we can love, well, as, and I think it's, I think a lot of people would agree. Yes, we can love other people and other things more. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but what I'm curious too about is, is, if I, if you, if we all truly like loved ourselves with the same unconditional love mm. that we love other people with, imagine the level of love that we could actually extend to other people. Mm. If we, that. if we had even a more full love for ourselves, like we think we love them ultimately, like yeah. to the max, which I'm sure you do love your daughter to the max. Right. And imagine if you loved yourself the same way your love for her might even explode in ways that you didn't even know. Like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Right. I'm just curious because, Mm -hmm. um, because we are mirrors. So if we're, if we're not loving ourselves fully, then, then I don't know if we can love other things or people as fully. That's all I'm, and I don't know the answer if I can even, Mm -hmm. like in in my lifetime, I'll even ever get that answer. Right. Because I think loving ourselves is a, is a work in progress and it's a journey. And, and that's why the forgiveness piece for me is so big because a lot of the women I speak to and, and, and my service in women 
my service to women started when I had the yoga studio, people were coming for yoga, but it quickly became clear that that was one of the many pieces that needed to like that, that was part of their healing journey. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and so the forgiveness is like, um, I, I believe that if, if we could all practice forgiving ourselves for our, as I put it, like quote, sins, grievances, whatever we want to call them, um, and really forgive ourselves. You know, like I, I, I practice this on a daily basis. I can go back in a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and really give myself a hard time for some of the things that I've said or done. And, and by reliving those memories takes me right back, like literally takes me back. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I practiced continually, like, how can I forgive myself? How can I create an environment where that person feels safe and understood and loved, right? And then I can be like, I did the best that I could and all of that. And then that allows me to love myself more when I can just be like, it's okay. You know, like yeah. I, I, it's, and, and I think that's um, such a big piece for women is like, we have a really hard time forgiving ourselves. And, and I, and I don't know the answer as to why, um, because kind of on the same analogy of Brown love, like, like you said, we can forgive other people mm-hmm. for their, for their grievances. And I say sins, sin sounds religious, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm seeing like an apple and a snake. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I don't really say sin, but like just to dramatize it a bit, no, but for sure. But yeah, like I, I just think, I, I think, and, and forgiveness is this first step. And, but then it's also like, that's a theory, how to actually put that into practical um, living is different. Like to yeah. say, oh, I want to forgive myself, but then how to actually forgive myself. Right. And, um, and so, um, and, and I think that's where your life coaching skills comes in. Like someone, a woman might call you and say, like, I have all these amazing things going for me and I'm, and I have, I'm happy here and here and here, but I just can't forgive myself for something I did 20 years ago. Yeah. You know? And so, or a year ago or whenever. Um, And so how do you approach that with a woman who is needing your support and guidance? Yeah. And it really goes back to, again, understanding our brain, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't forgive ourselves because we think something's gone wrong or we think we made a wrong choice or we did something, you know, it could have been a very hurtful thing to someone that we did, right? But we create a whole story in our mind around that, again, Mm -hmm. to pull us into that cave because it's like, you better not do that again. Oh my gosh, if you go out there and you take risks or you, you know, make these powerful decisions, you might hurt someone else. You might make the wrong decision and regret it, whatever, all of these things. So it really comes back to that like hyper awareness of threat. So the number one thing is always to approach yourself with curiosity and compassion. Okay. Instead of coming on and piling on the crap for feeling crappy, it's like, okay, if my brain is actually just working as it does, because I have a human brain, how can I be curious about what's going on here? What story am I creating around what happened that's causing me to struggle with unforgiveness and not loving myself? 
right? So it's like that curiosity instead of being curiosity, really, it's like, I think of it like as one of those little um, chisels, right? It chisels away at that wall, that Mm -hmm. wall that is between us and complete self-love, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like you curiosity, you're just chiseling away. I wonder what would it feel like to think this? What am I thinking this for? Like just getting into it. And that's where it's really powerful to have, you know, a friend you can be really open with or a coach, someone who can see what you're not seeing, right? Someone who, when you're even speaking words, who can go, oh, what about this? What about that thought? I heard this and who can question, help you go in with curiosity. So starts with there and then you choose compassion through it all. Compassion, I believe, is the first step to forgiveness, okay? Compassion is like, oh, sweetheart. You know, I love to think and like get my clients to think about themselves in their hands. Like there's that little you, that shadow side that's having a really hard time loving yourself and forgiving yourself. You look at yourself in your hand and you use that upper mama brain. You're like, oh, sweetheart. It's like, of course you're struggling right now. Of course, this is what's happening, right? It's like taking you yourself and giving you that you yourself that hug exactly where you're at, where you are. Not thinking you have to like arrive at that place of forgiveness to be there. Does that mm-hmm. is that clear, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, sweetie, of course you're here. Give yourself a hug. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna walk through this with you. I've got your back. Nothing's actually gone wrong. And let's be curious and move forward. Just that little curiosity, bringing in that compassion starts to break one's heart open. Mm -hmm. Just that starts to go, what if I'm not broken? Right? What if I didn't destroy anything here? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, what if this is possible for me? And then it's like taking those next steps, unraveling it with more curiosity, choosing new thoughts to think on purpose. And with that, you know, we have to like what I call bridge thoughts or ladder thoughts, ones that you can just like up yourself from the scale of like wherever you're at in your emotion, just a little higher and a little higher until you're at that place of, wow, I feel set free. Genuinely in my bones, I am Mm -hmm. free from that. Yeah. And what I, what I love is um, like someone said this to me a really long time ago when I was living in Vancouver and I was like, it was a weekend and, and I was like, what if I should do this and I should do that? And today I'm like, I'm supposed to be here. And it was like all this frenzy because when I worked nine to five, weekends were like sacred and the only uh-huh, time I had to. Sure. And this person just said, just be free. Dana. Mm. And I was like, so that's why I got the word freedom in Sanskrit tattooed on my arm. <laughs> like I was no. like, I want to be liberated from my own mind. Right. Mm-hmm. As we all do, like Bob Marley said, like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's our emancipate yourself from mental slavery, right? right. Like that's yes. where, that's where the prison lies. And so um, to really be able to forgive oneself and to understand that all of the quote sins or grievances or quote mistakes are exactly what needed to happen to get mm-hmm. us where we are um, on this path. Now they're all part of the gift. Right. And, and, I like how you said, like, of course, this is where you are, right? It's mm-hmm. like, of course, we need to expect that these things are going to show up for us, that these, you know, I'm going to call them roadblocks. They're not roadblocks. They're actually pathways to freedom, but we see them as roadblocks, right? Or yeah. 
um, obstacles, but it's like, of course that's happening. The more we um, uncover our true nature and the more we evolve, the more uh, we're going to see these moments where we have to set ourselves free again and again so we can keep traveling like the freedom road, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah, I mean, like you said, there's, there's so much to discuss around loving oneself and, and in the interest of keeping it like digestible for people listening, um, we're going to actually stop here and, um, when we share this, have people express what they learned. And then uh, I'd love to continue the conversation because I think it's one thing, like I said, for people to hear the theories around what to do. And then it's another to actually put them into practice. Right. Mm -hmm. And that might be um, having more conversation with you with specific examples that women share. I'd love to do that, right? Yeah, for um, sure. I'm like, oh, can you just coach all these people for free in our next podcast? <laughs> no, but you know, like yeah. pr- really practical examples would be awesome to have someone like share their story and then have you be like, okay, here's what we would do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for people who want to get in touch with you, um, can they, so the, it, Chancy, Tell us your website and how to reach you. Yeah, chanceydawn.com mm-hmm. is my mm-hmm. website. And on there, there's lots of ways to reach me. There's like a okay. work with me page. You can connect with me through email. Um, and, you know, honestly, I'm super low key. People can just friend me on Facebook and message me. <laughs> like, I'm like, let's just, you know, be humans, right? It doesn't yeah. have to be this big, like, schedule app or whatever, even though I yeah. do use them. But I prefer just that, like, basic one-to-one human connections. So for sure, just message cool. me, um, Instagram also, it's just Chancy Dawn coaching. Mm-hmm. And Dawn is D-A-W-N. I'm just letting people know, which I will share as well, but yeah. Um, chancydawn.com. Fun. Okay. So, um, for now I'm going to, I was going to say I'm going to rest my bitch brain. She's actually not saying much right now. She's just enjoying our conversation, nice. but <laughs> it seemed like something cute to say at the end. Of <laughs> um, so thank you so much. And for women listening, you know, I, I hope that you, um, on your journey to loving yourself fully and completely took away something that was valuable and what Chansey talked about and how our brain works and, and how it can apply to your life. And, um, you know, I think I can speak for both of us, Chance, and I say, like, we wish, we wish women everywhere, you know, all of the blessings and the, and the freedom to love themselves fully and completely. Totally. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having me on. This has just been awesome and looking forward to serving future. That would be fun to do that. Definitely. Thank you. Okay, Okay. sweetie pie. (laughs) Ciao for now. (laughs) Thanks. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to visit releaseyourinnerwild.com to learn more ways to be your healthiest, most amazing self yet. And to order a copy of my book, Release Your Inner Wild, The Modern Day Women's Guide to Reconnecting with Your True Self, Honoring Your Health, Passion, and Power. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Release Your Inner Wild.